everybody, Stephen Key here. And once again, I've got a very, very special guest all the way from New York, Matt? New York, that's right. Okay. Long Island, New York, to be precise. All right. And what's really exciting about this, this interview today, Matt does something pretty darn interesting. Because you're a toy inventor? I am a toy inventor. That is correct. Wow. Um, but you do something else. You're a toy inventor. You help other toy inventors, too. You're kind of a... Are you a toy broker? Is that true? Well, so Design Edge does a... My, my company, Design Edge, designedge.net, if you want to look us up, we are the back end to a lot of toy companies. So we do their design, their development, their engineering, and their sourcing. And through those contacts... I've been able to license them, you know, dozens upon dozens of toys over my over the course of my career, which has been pretty long because I grew up in this business. And uh, this upcoming toy fair, I think, will be my 32nd consecutive New York toy fair. Now, wait a minute, you don't look that old. How how is that uh, possible? Well, because uh, child labor laws—that's <laughs> uh, my my parents started this company when I was 14, and uh, from day one I was there. So when I was 14 years old, I was in the old toy building. I don't remember that on 205th Avenue, and I was building aircraft carriers out of foam breaking through walls for Tyco and you know all this hot hot wheel stuff and matchbox stuff and you know building Keebler trees for licensing programs and a lot of showroom build outs and old school packaging pre-computer stuff like airbrushing logos and stuff I learned a lot of stuff that I cannot I can no longer use in life you know but the good thing is my airbrush skills if I ever go broke I can get a job at a mall like writing people's names on t-shirts or hats so I, we're gonna back up well you know it's funny you mentioned the old toy building because I remember that. Um, I also remember that Toy Fair was always in February. It was always cold. Yes. And my feet always hurt. It was a mess in that toy building. I'm surprised. I'm so glad it's 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 actually moved. It's moved over to the Javits Center. So. Yeah. I miss the toy building. It was a, it was definitely a home away from home for many years for me. All right. So let's talk about the toy business. Sure. Is it easy to be in the toy business? I guess that depends on who you are and your perspective. Um, I don't know if it's easy or hard. I mean, this is where this is where my where my flag is planted. So this is this is what I know. This is what I do. But it seems to me, compared to most industries, it's pretty darn tough. It's it's very competitive, fast paced, fashion fashion based business. So yeah, you gotta you gotta know what's going on to be able to survive. Can you make money? Yes, you can make money. How hard is it to have a big hit? Well, you know, I, I guess pretty uh, defined big hit. You know, there's the Furbies and the Tickle Me Elmos of the world, which are, you know, you know, like, like the Beatles. And then you've got, you know, plenty of, you know, good, good hits that, you know, maybe, you know, do a couple hundred thousand units in a year. But then they're gone the following. So, I mean, okay. I guess I would define a big hit as something that can move some decent volume with a good margin. You know, so if you can anything over a hundred thousand units is, to me is a, a good success. Okay. You know what's interesting about the toy industry? I think um, they've been working with toy inventors, outside independent toy inventors, for how many years? It seems like millennia, doesn't it? Uh, it's it's one of the first industries to be incredibly inventor friendly. Yeah, I mean, there's um, I'm always meeting some you know old toy guys that you know they tell me about the guys that mentored them that were toy guys. You know, I had a guy in here a couple of weeks ago. He was 93 years old. He used to work for Ideal Toys. He was, uh, was an inventor, and you know, and uh, and, you know, he was just telling me these, these crazy stories. And then, of course, growing up in it, you know, my father tells me, you know, 
he was just getting in it in his early 20s. You know, he's meeting, you know, cigar chomping, you know, seven-year-old guys who were coming in to, to pitch him stuff. And that was in the 60s, you know, it just, it's inventor-friendly because you need a, a certain type of, a certain type of mind, uh, almost a demented mind to, uh, <laughs> to create toys. So you don't want to shut those doors. Well, you know what's crazy? I I was able to interview Eddie Goldfarb uh, a couple yeah. years back. Battering teeth. Yeah, and I've got it back on my my shelf space, and and some of the stuff that he he talked about, I think, are probably true today, and that's what I want to ask you about. He said, "Look, it's all about really knowing the industry, about knowing the people, mm-hmm. um, understanding manufacturing costs, things like that as well." Absolutely. Yeah. How important are manufacturing costs knowing kind of what you're building that can actually be made at a price point that that's actually that can hit that price? But how important is that, Matt? Uh, it's paramount. In fact, I think that is designed to success when I especially when I'm brokering other people's ideas, when I walk it into whether it be Mattel or Hasbro or Spin Master or, or whomever, uh, even if they look at it and they go, this is going to be too expensive. If I can tell them that I can get it down to cost, they believe me because we design things to cost. We are a development company. We understand what the price points are, what the margins are supposed to be, you know, and how to get it to that point, you know, whether it be adjusting the, the wall section of, a pl- of the plastic or using different type of mechanism or, redu- or removing a motor or, or, or reducing the scale or just, yeah, and just anything we can do to make sure that that, that pricing is aligned okay. because at the end of the day, it's, it's a volume-based fashion business. You know, even if we can reduce something by, let's say, a quarter of an inch in size, that we might be able to add an entire row into a container, which adds more margin. You know, okay. All this stuff counts. Uh, very important. Let's talk a little bit about um, prototypes. Critical? Important? Yes, but could also be faked. You know, depending on depending on the concept. You know, I've 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 been known, and I've and I know plenty of people that will literally just you know completely fake a prototype in a video. You know, just a foam core part, and just make you know the fake the sounds and the and the and whatever it has to do in order to get the point across because it's the play value is what's most important. Okay. I love what you said because sometimes you, if it only has to work once in a video, right? Yes, yes, yes. And videos have become more and more important. Uh, I mean, we can't even really pitch off presentation boards anymore. They, the industry won't accept it. Okay. Um, God, this is so wonderful. I mean, everyone, you're listening to the real deal here. Deal here. And guess what? He's. Can you give us your direct email where people can contact you? Yes or no? Yeah, absolutely. It's a Matt. M-A-T-T at designedge.net. Okay, we'll put, it, we'll, we'll put it down below. And everybody, don't just flood them. Make sure you got some really good ideas. Okay, because um, they'll send you everything. you got to be careful here. Uh, yeah, well, reach out to me first before you send the idea, please. You know, let's have a conversation. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Uh, how important is it to build a relationship in this industry? I, I mean, I think that's every industry, right? I mean, your relationships are worth more than anything. Um, I yeah you know, I mean I can't imagine not having a good relationship. It's it, it's all about contacts, you know. It's uh, for lack of a better term, it's a boys' club, but of course, it's not exclusively boys. That's just the term. But yeah, I mean, everybody everybody knows each other. You know, um, my father used to always kid that with the toy building, you'd bump into yourself turning the corner. Yeah. We I interviewed Richard Levy a while back, and he said two things: it's, it's what you know and who you know. Um, <laughs> Richard's great. We've, we've done a lot of work with Richard over the years, and uh, the man rocks uh, sunglasses really well. Yeah, he sure does, doesn't he? Um, 
So what else what else can you tell us? What else do we need to know if I want to become a professional toy inventor? What are some of the first steps? I mean, should I work for a company to know the ins and outs? Is that the first thing I should do? Or should I go to a, the trade show? Maybe I should go to Mary's trade show, Shy Tag to learn. What's the best thing I can uh, do? Of course, I'm on the board of Shy Tag, so I'm, uh, I would highly recommend going to, to Shy Tag. You know, it is, it's important uh, to get the education, to get an inside of what, what they do in the toy industry. But listen, it's a fashion-based business, so you need to know what's, what's hot. Um, it's no, it's akin to, to music, right? There's a certain style, there's a certain cadence, there's a certain beat, there's a certain image that's popular at the time, and you can't go. You know, it's very difficult to come across stream and then bring something that no one's ever seen before that, that isn't in that pace. You're gonna have far more of a success if you are aware of what things look like today, what what the palette is in the toy industry. So go to Target, walk around, go to Walmart, walk around, go to the mom and pop shops, ask questions. You know those those little tiny mom and pop shops all around the country. Those people they demo games, they they study games, they really curate their stores. They know what's going on. So if you have an idea and you think it's great, go in there, have a conversation with the owner, see what they think. You know if they're if they're kind enough to give you the time of day, you know take it. You know and see what see what what's, what it's all about. Okay. All right. Let's talk a little bit about you representing inventors. Okay, because I I think. I think there's a lot of people that want to be in the toy industry that are probably pretty nervous and they probably need someone like you with the talent to, because you know all the people, you've been in it forever, you, you know who's who and you can probably clean up someone's work to, so it even looks better. Is that correct? That is true. Uh, but as far as, you know, you know we, don't walk, we don't work with just anybody that comes to the door. You know, we have to be selective. And, you know, product is king. So if you have a good, if you have a good concept and you seem sane, and I, and I can work with you, you know, we could, we could, we could most likely get a place somewhere, right. but you know, you get, if you have, if you find yourself doing too hard of a sell to me, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be an easy sell because the toys are, are demo specific. So the toy mm -hmm. should easily be able to talk for itself. I like that. You said, um, basically, didn't you say, don't embarrass me too? I mean, isn't it's talk, talk yeah. a little bit about that. Well, geez, I get, uh, I mean, I, I know I've said that before. It comes up a lot, you know, after a while, all these interviews start uh, getting confusing, but, but thank you, by the way, I'll, I will remember this one for sure. Uh, you know, well, people, you know, they, I mean, I'm trying to remember what context I actually said that in. So I'm sorry, Stephen, I gotta, I did I did I know I, did, I have said that and it's come up before, but, uh, you know, just make sure whatever you have is sound. It's sturdy. It's viable. It makes sense. It functions. You know, a lot of there's an old engineering term called an air hook. You familiar with this term? No. So it's, it's the old like I've got an idea. It's a hook. It hangs in the air right here, and you can put your hat on it. How's it work? I don't know. <laughs> right. You know, it's a great idea. Yes, we'd love one, but it can't be done. So okay. you need to understand when you have an idea, you know, how it works. And if you don't know how it works, you need to have at least some confidence that it can be done based on something else that exists in the market, you know, because okay. it's, it's not, it's, you know, no one's going to put all the money into figuring out cold fusion for your toy. You know what I mean? That's at that point, it's their invention. It's no longer yours. If they've got to really figure out the, you know, a whole new way of making something fly or something hover, you know, mm -hmm. that's what it really comes down to. Well, great information, everyone. Matt talked about building relationships. Get to know me a little bit. Just don't send me something right away. He talked about how important knowing the pricing is of something. You need to work with an expert that can help that because just a, a little bit could, could change 
how to put him in a container even. Okay. Yeah. He also talked about show me something that actually works. Don't send me something I got to figure out because then who really owns it? I really love that. Um, he talked about relationships. I already talked about the, what else? You covered everything. I love this. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, just follow trends or, 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 or be the leader of a trend or just see what's going on out there. Like right now, games is super hot, right? So if, if you're a game inventor, now's your time. This is the time to start breaking into stuff, you know? If you're into wheeled goods, a little more difficult, you know? Again, walk retail. See how much floor space is dedicated to certain categories, and that gives you an idea of where the buyers are looking. Okay. Matt, thank you very, very much. Great information. We're going to put your your link to your your um, website. We're going to put your direct email down below. You're going to get flooded. But everybody, please, please slow it down. Do a good job. Send them some good stuff. Matt, thank you, thank you very, very much. Yeah.